Welcome to the Enchanted Podcast. This is episode six, and I'm Raphael Cohen. And today I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. I'm making an experiment. I'm seeing what wants to come through. Thank you for being here for the experiment. Hmm. Being on this journey of creating a podcast has been making a lot of shadows of mine come up to the surface. Of course, a lot of them are about shame in regards to expressing myself, in regards to how interesting enough my expression is. Over my healing journey, I've come to understand that my specific way of seeing this life and how it functions can be very transformative for people. Sometimes my way of seeing brings a new light that helps people move forward on their path of untethering themselves from the identification to who they thought they were and become only the observer. And sometimes my insights are not welcomed. And so over the course of my life, mm, it's been a very interesting thing to navigate, understanding when it is the right time to express what I see and when it is not and to whom. All that became, well, started becoming very clear when I understood my design, my human design, um, which is very much about that, about seeing things deeply, having specific unusual insights, and learning how to feel into the timing of, of when to share and also to whom, specifically when I'm invited to and when I'm not, <laughs> learning to discern that. And um, as a projector with a 2343 channel, the genius freak, it's called, because when I don't say the thing, in the right time or to the person that invited me to share it. I sound like a freak. But when I choose the right moment, it's genius, suddenly. Exactly what the person needed to hear and didn't know they needed to hear. So it's an interesting thing to navigate for me, feeling into that dance when it calls me to share, and when I think it calls me to share, but actually, nope, wasn't the right time. <laughs> I just sounded like a freak. And then all the shame that comes with it, because along my life, it's been bringing up a lot of rejection from people and misunderstand being misunderstood um, and kind of 
left out. And I have internalized that shame and felt like I needed to leave myself out because clearly I'm not interesting and I'm not making sense and I'm not helping. Those are all very deeply ingrained beliefs that are probably karmic and they are not only from this lifetime. But wow, it's been such a fascinating dance to navigate. And the more I learn, the more I discern and learn to dance and share only when it's uh, really the correct divine time. Wow, it's powerful. The more I gain confidence and... Hmm, fall in love with that process and with uh, that specific gift. (sighs) But um, these few days have been for me quite difficult because after having shared something to someone and then experiencing feeling experiencing being ghosted it brought up a lot of old memories of who i thought i was of that little girl who's not interesting and who's not enough or who's carrying so much shame that that itself is shameful and that it's all so prevalent in the message I sent that it makes sense that I'm not interesting, not valuable enough to be responded to even. And those very old beliefs came to the surface and are very painful and got me into a paralysis, um, which in more scientific somatic terms is dorsal vagal. It's kind of when you shut down completely because you are experiencing so much pain, so much threat um, from the situation that you do not know if you can fight. You do not know if you can flee. Or none of those are possible. And so you play dead. It's a very intelligent system in the autonomic nervous system that allows you to stay alive once the situation has passed and that you've played dead and now you can wake up again slowly. But oftentimes in our world where so much dysfunctionality has occurred over the centuries and millennia, our bodies will go into that dorsal vagal state even when 
there isn't actually anything to be afraid of in reality. So it's just a memory of a perceived threat that's happening and putting your system into that state. So that's what I went through because it brought brought up all the memories of feeling so ashamed, so inadequate in this world that I just shut down and checked out. And the beautiful thing is that now I'm grateful for these moments because I know that this is the only way to move through them and to heal them. When they come up, to not repress them again, but to move through them and allow the unfelt feelings of the time to be now felt in the light of love, in the light of a higher knowing of my absolute worthiness, of my absolute value. And if I know that intellectually, to allow my body to start knowing that again through the nervous system, through feeling the threat again, feeling the pain again, um, feeling the emotions that arise and allow them to be just seen, just validated as they are and moved through, held in divinity, in the truth of divinity, of who I never stopped being, not once. Mm. And so it's, I feel, essential to know that in those moments, yes, a tr uh, bringing in a transcending force is uh, very, very effective. Bringing in prayer, bringing in the ascended masters, the angels that we uh, resonate with is very effective and also, scientific knowledge of how the body works is very useful. Uh, for example, I realized that I was um, kind of naturally falling deeper into that paralysis, falling asleep a lot, dissociating even more from my body, playing dead. Mm. But that was just enhancing the situation and... I happened to stumble upon a teaching from someone who's an expert in somatic knowledge and nervous system knowledge. And she reminded me of how when one is in dorsal vagal state, in that playing dead state, in that paralysis, it's essential to actually do the opposite and start moving slowly, though to slowly rise up the ladder of the nervous system states and go into a more moving state. So, yeah, swaying gently, tapping, moving the fingers and the toes. So, if you're in a state of 
deep paralysis, maybe depression, maybe deep sadness that is making you feel very blocked and stuck like that and numb and uh, still and in a funk. Um, I invite you to start moving a little bit very gently though because you don't want to oppress your system because that's just going to bring you even more into an activation and, and fear and threat. But um, slowly, you know, also humming, apparently, that really, I tried it and it really helped. Humming and swaying the body. And as soon as I started doing that, I felt my cells saying, why? Like they started, I, I wanted to cry. I started crying and I cried and I cried. Like I cried the, the tears of that little girl that I was that felt so rejected, that felt so misunderstood and like nobody actually wanted to be her friend. And... um to be able to feel her now and to be her friend now and to be the parent that wasn't there to, to fully understand that now because she wasn't even able to express that at the time and to hold her. I was hearing myself scream, why do you think so poorly of myself? <laughs> I deserve so much love. Why am I receiving all those thoughts of self-deprecation, of self-hatred, of how uninteresting I am and how unworthy I am? And so it was really beautiful to experience just my cells crying and, and I was tearing up and started really letting myself cry into the pillow and like really loudly and like a baby would and that's actually such a healthy way to cry um so I invite you all to do it when it feels like your body wants it and needs it because that's what allows for the energy to circulate and and for the uh separated parts to reintegrate because what happens when we why do we say that why does it why is it called integration in those moments when the trauma happened when the when the hurt when the wound happened we suddenly to save ourselves put aside that part of us that felt so shameful and uninteresting um we put it aside. We, we decided we're not a part of it anymore because it's so bad. Clearly it's not loved. So it needs to be put in a closet and separated from who we think we are. And so this feeling, the feelings of that moment, all that pain from a place of love, in the light of love, allows for those separated parts to come back into ourselves again and we can be whole again and we can be complete and really love all of ourselves and realize how we never needed to actually well it was a, a survival protective mechanism that we did feel the need to do and then but it was never true that that part was unworthy 
It's just what we believed in that moment. Um, because we weren't reflected back the truth in that moment when we felt rejected or whatever it is that your wound is about. Um, and so it's, it's about reintegrating that part now. Well, the thing is, is I'm, I'm saying like that this is what happens, but really there's also something that happens that is beyond words when you feel the feelings genuinely, when you really allow yourself to fully feel the sadness of whatever wound it is, humiliation, rejection, abandonment, um, betrayal, like whatever it is, um, it's feeling the emotions that that brought up within you is so powerful. It really allows you to um, reorganize the cells within you. It's, uh, it's like uh, flooding with love, a part that really thought that it was not lovable. Because what more loving action is there than to fully allow what's um, most painful and dark to fully be there? When we feel our feelings, that's what's happening. We're really fully allowing the darkness to be there and just letting our body being moved by it. There's something quite magnificent about that. And um, the most ancient ways of mastery, of energetic mastery and self-mastery and alchemical mastery they all speak of that they all are about the information that's held in the emotions that move through us just like water and that's the teaching of Guan Yin the teaching of letting your authentic genuine feeling of the moment to move through you like water and to feel the divinity of water wash over you and cleanse you and fill all of you with its love even the parts that are hidden and that you can't attain yourself with your consciousness of the moment That's what I'm exploring these days, the teachings of Guan Yin. And just as I started exploring that, this situation happened, which really showed me um, the power of its teachings in real time by putting me face to face with a deep shadow of feeling like my voice is not worthy of being heard and that I'm to be ashamed of myself.
And you know the trap um, that one can easily fall into in those moments of seeing those shadows is to go right into the false light of mm, compensating, counterbalancing the darkness of my beliefs with um, polarized light, trying to improve myself. And it's really about raising my consciousness to a higher level and seeing how this question isn't even relevant at all. There is no question about whether <laughs> whether what I have to say is interesting or whether I am worthy of being heard. There is no such thing. Yeah, these, these ego wounds are very much uh, intelligent in that way of keeping your energy stuck in that race of, of, of trying to find the light that opposes the dark and, and find reasons to make me feel better about myself or improve myself. No, it's not about that at all. This is all a trap. This is all a, a mind trick, a story that runs in a loop to keep my attention focused on that instead of literally using my energy and my attention to uh, create things that are for the bliss of all and for a greater um, purpose and for something that is greater than myself. And I think that that's the very bottom line. That's the huge power of what has been happening for me in these few days. Um, really feeling this once and for all to be able to rise above it, to see how just useless it is to keep spending my energy in that state um unconsciously really you know it's not like I've chosen to spend my energy on this it's just that it's a story that's been so present and prevalent in my life probably from generations in my family being a woman in a very patriarchal um family but also karmic um, stuff from probably other lifetimes, all linked to do with my voice and how um, how to use it and how to not use it and what I'm allowed and what I am not allowed to say, etc. All of those um, have been unconsciously in my body memory all my life, and so they're coming to the surface to finally be seen and so that I can finally see like I don't need to spend my energy on this but in order like I can intellectually understand this but in order for my body to rise above this for my cells to raise their frequency um, for my nervous system to rewire itself in a new story that is that none of this is relevant I need to feel it first. And so that's why I think it's beautiful that it came to the surface. So every single shadow 
coming to the surface. Every single uncomfortable emotion is always about that. Always, always, always. It's always about, it's always an invitation for us to see where it is that we have a belief about ourselves that we're ready to release and to rise above it. Not try and improve ourselves based on it, not try to compensate it, but to literally feel our feelings about it so that we literally transform into a version of ourselves that doesn't even consider that belief. We need the ego to feel good about itself, to be able to function here and to channel our gifts into this world and to celebrate this life the way that we're meant to. So of course, when there's a belief that's there that's acting like a hole in our in our structure, of course we need to keep constantly filling that hole to feel good and to feel safe and to feel like the structure is not going to crumble. But when we realize that it's all always a mind trap and that there never actually was a hole, that's when we raise our consciousness above that conflict, above that little war dance. And we can actually be the embodiment of a higher truth and, and channel our gifts for the greater good of all and not for the compensation of the holes in our egos. May this message bring some light into your world and some enchantment into your world and I leave you with a vocal transmission. <laughs> Till next time. Om Yeah.